0: Right, what is going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode here on the T. Clark Nutrition Podcast. I'm your host, Tommy Clark, and today we're going to be talking about insulin. Insulin is something that is often quite misunderstood when it comes to the nutrition and fitness space. A lot of people are very, very afraid of it for, not, I don't want to say no reason, because obviously we want to make sure insulin is under control, because in the, in the wrong context, things can get out of hand or you can get things like diabetes, prediabetes, diabetes, into stuff that we don't want to deal with. So definitely, it all depends on context, as always. But when it comes to muscle gain and fat loss and stuff like that, insulin is your friend. And we'll get into why that is in just a minute. But before we get into the episode, as always, if you find this episode helpful, if you learn a thing or two, if you know someone who's scared of the insulin fairy, go ahead and share this episode with them shoot them a text shoot them an email go show up at their house i don't care what you do just go ahead and share this episode if you find it helpful and also if you find it helpful go ahead and drop a five-star rating and review down below if you haven't already as always it helps us grow on the itunes charts when someone comes upon the podcast and sees oh wow there's a ton of five-star reviews more likely more likely that they're going to listen to it and again the more people we can get listening to the podcast the better and last but not least, if you have yet to check out the Athlete's Guide to Nutritional Periodization, I would highly recommend that you do so because it's packed with value and information that's going to allow you to build your own nutrition protocol for optimal athletic performance. So if you're an athlete looking to take your nutrition to the next level, or if you know an athlete trying to take their nutrition to the next level, you definitely want to get your hands on this book. And like I said before, all you got to do is enter your name, your email, and Along with the book, you'll also get a free six-day email course taking you through exactly how to apply the principles in the book. So tons of value there. Now, with that being said, thank you so much for listening, and let's get into the episode. All right, so what is insulin? What does it do? And should you fear it like the plague, like many people on Instagram would have you believe? So, Insulin is a hormone in your body. It's a peptide, which means it's made up of amino acids, and it's a hormone that is the chief anabolic hormone in the body, which means it's in charge of building, and how it contributes to building is that it's essentially the key that unlocks your cells and allows nutrients, specifically blood glucose, so carbohydrates in your bloodstream to enter your cells. And uh, protein as well elicits an insulin response too. So insulin is the chief anabolic hormone in your body. Hormones are simply chemical messengers in your body that attach to receptors and trigger a bunch of different things. So in this case, insulin is a hormone that essentially unlocks your, your cells and allows your cells, ideally muscle cells, to take in carbohydrates to be stored as glycogen, to take in protein to be used as raw materials for muscle growth, Actually, to take in amino acids. So protein obviously breaks down into amino acids. Definitely want to be specific there. Um, So that's what insulin does. And like I said, it kind of acts like a key. And on your muscle cells, there are receptors. Um, And insulin fits into those receptors. And when they come together, like a lock or like a key being inserted into a lock, it essentially unlocks your muscle cells, and for lack of a better phrase, this is very simplistic, but you don't need to know all the fancy science and stuff like that. We just got to understand the basic functions of it. So insulin attaches to these receptors and basically, quote-unquote, unlocks your cells and allows your cells to take in nutrients from the bloodstream. And this is absolutely necessary, especially in the context of muscle growth and performance. And fat loss, it's super, super, oh, and health, of course, because we don't just want blood glucose circulating around in your bloodstream forever. That's how we end up with things like prediabetes and ultimately diabetes. Um, So insulin is produced by the pancreas. And each time you take in food, specifically carbohydrates, like I said, protein also elicits elicits an insulin response. Fat on its own doesn't elicit an insulin response, or at least a, a noticeable one. So specifically carbohydrates and protein as well elicit an insulin response. So when you take them in, insulin is secreted into your bloodstream by the pancreas. And like I said, insulin goes and attaches to the receptors on your cells, whether it's muscle cells um, and uh, ideally muscle cells, and allows us to take in those nutrients from the bloodstream into your tissue, into your muscles that can be stored as glycogen. And uh, we can use those raw materials, the amino acids for muscle growth. Now, the thing is, when we constantly pump in carbohydrates, especially like, for example, if you're fueling for performance as an athlete, or if you're fueling for performance, uh, trying to gain muscle, you're going to be constantly eating carbohydrates in very high amounts. And that's beneficial in the context of building muscle 100%. We got to do that to make sure you fuel your training and Um, you feel recovery. So that's super important. You don't need to be afraid of carbohydrates. They're very beneficial. And when insulin is functioning correctly and the receptors are functioning correctly, it's extremely beneficial because you get those carbohydrates into your muscle cells and your muscles can use them as fuel. But after an extended period of time of constantly eliciting an insulin response and after insulin response, after insulin response, for a chronic period of time, the receptors on your cells become what it's called insulin resistant. So that same amount of insulin isn't going to do the best job of unlocking the cells. So your pancreas has to ramp up production of insulin and pump out even more. And if you keep pumping carbohydrates at very high amounts, especially if you're not exercising, this is even worse. You're just going to have to keep pumping out more and more insulin until eventually your pancreas just can't keep up. And that's, known as insulin resistance. And when we get to a point where your pancreas just can't keep up um, with insulin per- production and eventually just poops out, then that's how we come down with di- pre-diabetes and ultimately diabetes. So again, it all depends on context. I don't say this to scare you or freak you out. If your nutrition is planned correctly and periodized correctly, hint, in the, like in the Athlete's Guide to Nutritional Periodization, subtle plug, But if you periodize your nutrition correctly, you can avoid those issues. And a lot of people get caught up in just viewing insulin as like the spawn of Satan or something. It's like it's not out to get you. It's meant to help you. It's meant to help fuel your muscles and to help get blood glucose out of your bloodstream, which is if it's circulating around your bloodstream, that's how you run into issues. So it's on your side. Now, when you constantly overproduce insulin or have to overproduce insulin and your pancreas just can't keep up, we end up not producing enough or any at all sometimes, and you end up with higher levels of blood glucose and you get those health issues. But to get around this, all we need to do is implement periods periodically, not all the time, but every once in a while, I would say maybe once or twice a year, maybe a couple weeks at a time, where you go relatively low-carbohydrate. This allows your body to kind of restore its insulin sensitivity because you're not eliciting that much of an insulin response all the time. Of course, you're still eating protein, so you're going to get somewhat of an insulin response, but you're drastically lowering carbohydrates relative to what you would normally be eating to fuel um, muscle gain and performance, or even during a fat loss phase. uh, I still like to have people eating relatively high carbohydrate, depending on uh, the individual, of course, but in most cases because that fuels performance. And when you can perform better, you're going to be more likely to do more volume and maintain more muscle during a fat loss phase and burn more calories. But having those periods, um, relatively short periods of low carb phases or low carb, yeah, a low carb approach. When I say low carb, I mean like when I went low carb for a little bit to kind of reset insulin sensitivity uh, before I went into my bulk, I was sitting at like 150 carbs. So not not keto low. You can if you want. If, um, it's something that you can adhere to and you want to just give it a shot, by all means go ahead. But I didn't want to go that low. I enjoy having some carbohydrates and, um, 150 was where I kind of felt, of course, everyone's very individual, but I found that like once you get below 150 and you're not actually in ketosis, it's kind of just this awkward gray area of really low carb where you just feel like crap. And Like, you're not really getting any extra benefit. Like, you're sitting at 100 grams of carbs. You're not really getting much out of that. Like, you might as well just go low enough to be in keto if you're going to go that low. But I sat around 150. So when I say low carb, I don't mean no carb. Just relatively low. Like, to put it into context, I was at five something towards the tail end of my basketball career. And so going down to 150 was quite the drop for me that allowed me to restore insulin sensitivity, and I do believe that's why I saw a lot of the success I did over the course of my bulk, because my body was primed to utilize insulin correctly and actually get the nutrients into my muscle cells and allow for muscle growth. I do believe that that helped the process and allowed me to put on 30 pounds of relatively lean weight. Of course, I dig in some body fat a little bit, but that's part of the process. I digress. But the main point is, you don't need to be afraid of insulin. It's on your side. It's the chief anabolic hormone in the body. Testosterone isn't. Human growth hormone isn't. Insulin is the chief anabolic hormone. So if you want to build muscle, you need insulin. This is why some bodybuilders even inject insulin. Do not go do that because you might die. But at the highest level of bodybuilding, they're pretty fucking crazy. So some people do that and some people have died because of that. But that just goes to show you—you you need it to be functioning correctly to build muscle. It's on your side, and by just taking those periodic, um, those periodic phases—excuse uh, me, just lost my train of thought for a second. Those periodic phases of going relatively low carb, you can do a pretty good job of just resetting, um, or restoring insulin sens- sensitivity. So next time you go into a bulk, or next time you go into your cut, you can—you can. Um, you can utilize carbohydrates to the best of your ability or next time you go into an athletic season or your off season to train this is why i like having a relatively high fat approach during the post season phase of nutritional periodization for athletes that allows us to make sure that athletes are utilizing carbohydrates effectively because we need to be utilizing those carbs effectively to fuel performance so so this periodic approach it, Phases of a low carb approach, very helpful for restoring insulin sensitivity. And if you want to get really precise with it, you could even do some uh, blood glucose monitoring. Uh, this cell, like things that you could use to measure, and you can get them on Amazon, or blood, glu- blood glucose monitors. Um, you can measure your fasting glucose and you can kind of use that as a, as a marker of how well you're doing in terms of insulin sensitivity. I think that's as far as I wanted to go on this episode. Um, Oh, and also another thing you could do uh, to maximize insulin sensitivity during a fat loss phase, even when you're eating plenty of carbs, you can do your best to time your carbohydrates around your workout sessions, your training sessions, because insulin sensitivity is elevated around your training, especially after training and during training. So your body's primed to utilize those nutrients. If you want to... do your insulin sensitivity some favors. What you can do is time the majority of your carbohydrates, either um, intra, post, or a little bit of pre-workout carbohydrates too, to make sure you're fueled. But peri-workouts—a so peri-workout just means that window around it encompasses pre, intra, and post-workout. So if you time your carbohydrates peri-workout, you can uh, help manage your insulin sensitivity and even restore it a bit. And this is helpful during a fat loss phase because it allows you to perform our fuel performance, fuel recovery, while also not overdoing the carbohydrates. Um, so again, hopefully this short little episode was helpful for you. Um, hopefully you learned something new. Hopefully you can rest easy at night knowing that insulin is on your side. And all we got to do is just make sure it's working with you and working correctly. Now, if it's dysfunctional and we have some insulin resistance going on, then that's something we want to take care of. And just a short little... Low-carb phase. You don't got to go keto. You don't got to cut out carbs for the rest of your life. That's not the case. But a short little low-carb phase, maybe for four, four-ish weeks, maybe. That's that's how long I did it, and uh, I feel like it, it did me uh, a lot of benefit. You can go longer. You probably can go a little bit shorter, too, if you wanted to. It depends. But it's that short, those short little periodic low-carb phases do wonders for resetting your insulin sensitivity. and. Enable you to actually utilize the carbohydrates effectively. So, again, hopefully, this helps you rest easy at night, knowing that insulin is not going to creep up over your bed and uh, come to get you. So, hopefully, this episode was helpful. If you have any questions about anything regarding insulin um, or anything like that, if you're still concerned about it because of that thing you saw on Instagram or, or that book you read by a, a doctor who shall not be named, um, <laughs> but yeah, hopefully this is helpful for you guys. And if there's any questions or way that I can help you out, you know, you can just shoot me a message on Instagram. And yeah, hopefully you guys enjoyed the episode. And I will talk to you tomorrow for my update on shredding season. Sneak peek, is it even still shredding season? We will find out tomorrow.